Wednesday, January 10th, having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry, today I'd like to take you to an op-ed piece written by George Will. It has to do with a situation that took place back in 2014 at Marquette University, which is a Jesuit school in Milwaukee. On October 28th of that year, an undergraduate course that Cheryl Abate was teaching on ethics. When the subject of same-sex marriage arose, there was no debate because a student said the graduate student teacher insisted that there could be no defensible opposition to same-sex marriage. This particular situation was recorded by this student. It was elevated to a gentleman named John McAdams, who was head over the department. He encouraged that there be debate on this issue, although he himself took no particular position. His comments were then labeled as hate speech, and then he was told he would be suspended for two semesters without pay. He went to the court system. First of all, his contract on academic freedom which, by the way, included a statement by the university that no professor could have their constitutional rights abridged, which is, by the way, freedom of speech and the free practice of religion. The appeals court punted because they said, well, this is a private school, so an academic institution can determine its own interpretation of its contract. Well, I mean, certainly elements of that are true, But you cannot abandon a contract, and that's why the court system is there, is to see, have they abandoned their contract? Not can they interpret it so that it becomes meaningless. And so they then deferred any consideration of the case. Well, George Will did an editorial on it, Tom, and he made the point, this was not judicial deference, this was judicial dereliction of duty that this is the kind of thing the court exists to do. And his appeal was that the Wisconsin Supreme Court will not let this go unaddressed and that the appeal to the Supreme Court will be heard. But what we want to do is, of course, take a look at this news event from a Christian world in life view, which, first of all, this graduate student tells this tenured professor that he is a right-wing homophobe because he believes the issue of same-sex marriage ought to be debated. Basically, what you're saying is anyone who has held to traditional marriage, which, by the way, for thousands of years is what Western civilization has built its entire civilization upon, a monogamous, covenantal, heterosexual, marital foundation from which families are established, from which culture is upheld. And culture is uh, nurtured from generation to generation. So her position is that's thousands of years of right-wing homophobic bigotry. That's her position. This professor is simply saying, wait just a minute, this is worthy of debate. Free speech ought to debate these things in a free society when sexual ethics are now being revolutionized to allow what would once have been unthinkable and declare it not only thinkable, but doable and normal, acceptable and affirmed. And now anyone who opposes it can no longer be tolerated in the public square. And so that certainly ought to be a matter of debate. And the court did not address 
the freedoms that would support that debate within this institution. Now, let me first of all say that this is a private institution. If they do not want anyone in their institution who represents traditional marriage, that's their business. I would only point out to people that Marquette is a Jesuit school, which historically, by the way, was the most conservative order among the Roman Catholic priests, and that the Jesuit school, by the dogma of the church, affirms marriage as one man, one woman for one life. So it's simply a university in which a professor is at least asking for a debate concerning the opposition to the church's position. So you have both the freedom of speech and the free practice of religion at stake in this situation. But what we need to see is the sexual revolution is not going to take any prisoners. Even in a religious, quote-unquote, religious institution, they are demanding that anyone who holds to the historic Christian view of marriage, that it is, again, covenantal, monogamous, heterosexual, conjugal relationship. Anyone who holds to that view is now not to be tolerated. Their view is not that it is destroyed in debate. It is it can't be a part of the debate. Now, what does that reveal? Well, that reveals that, folks, you're not going to be able to hide in this sexual revolution. Nobody is. And you're going to have to make a determination. Are you going to have a world and life view imposed upon you that is irrational and nonsensical, or will you call for the debate, at least the debate of this sexual revolution in the public square and insist on the debate in the public square? And the alternative is that we will return to the anarchy of pagan sexuality, which is what the same-sex marriage proposal is built upon, and that is a society that recognizes no God-ordained distinctions in the society of male and female that is accommodated and embraced in the very definition of marriage. Harry, yesterday we talked about the need for the federal government to bring together a blue-ribbon panel to make wise financial decisions. What does this situation say about the Catholic Church and Marquette University hiring people to lead classes on ethics that totally go against the foundational mandates of the Catholic Church. So should Marquette University, if they embrace the dogma of the Roman Catholic Church concerning marriage, should they hire people that support that or should they hire people that do not support that? Well, it's clear that they ought to be hiring people that support that. Can they have forums to debate their position? Yes. Can they invite people to debate it? Yes, but they ought to hire according to the framework of their world and life view. Do you think Greenpeace is going to hire people who believe that climate change is a hoax? Of course they're not. Greenpeace is not going to hire people who believe that climate change is a hoax. They're going to hire people that believe climate change is a reality, and that's part of what we're laboring for. Well, part of Marquette, if it's a Roman Catholic institution, should be to affirm its position on marriage. For instance, the PCA has a college, Covenant College. I would expect them to hire people in that college that support our confessional standards. And I also expect them to have people in to debate those things. 
but I would expect our faculty and administration to be able to uphold it in the debate and, of course, hire toward those standards. I would not expect us to hire an atheist. I would not expect us to hire a Mormon. I would expect us to hire within our standards that we have established the university to uphold and to propagate. So that's where Marquette is. They have hired outside of their standards. Now they're paying the price. But the point is the government ought to uphold the constitutional standards that would protect this professor who is attempting with freedom of speech and freedom of religion to uphold the very standards of the university where he teaches. Harry, we are out of time for today. On Thursday's edition of Today in Perspective, I want to go to a series of stories on the pro-life movement, some good, some bad. One particular story which is encouraging, one state in the South perhaps will have no abortion clinics in the entire state. Yeah, that's just right around the corner. Let's talk about that state. And by the way, other states are close to it. And let's identify those. And then I want to say some special things about my own state, Alabama, and the upcoming pro-life rally in Birmingham. As we close out for today, let me remind our listeners, you can download the Briarwood app. It's yours free of charge. With this app, you'll have access to audio, video, and written resources that will challenge your walk in the Lord Jesus Christ. Simply go to your favorite app store, type in Briarwood PCA. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Thursday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective. Thank you.